isolation sessions. The McDonald's War by Evan Tao Performed by Sarah Borges It was a bad time to be the mayor after the twister had just hit. All our power was gone. Every house in the city was totaled. And the corn? Springworth's main industry, of course, was ruined. People had lost their jobs and they were hungry as wolves. Every eye was on me to come up with some grand solution, but hell, what did I know? I was a young mayor of an old town. I was right about to resign my post and leave town when our salvation came in the form of Stanley McGunn, a skinny, gray-haired man in two big glasses. He was the manager at the local McDonald's, which, for some reason, was the only building that hadn't been damaged by the twister. We all thought he had a few screws loose, but today Stanley announced to the whole town that he would keep them fed out of his stock until we all got back on our feet. Well, Stanley was like Midwestern Jesus, feeding the 5,000 with one freezer full of Big Macs. Not one man, woman, nor child went hungry that summer while we rebuilt the town. It was a miracle. People wanted to make him mayor, but he refused. They wanted to rename the town Stanleyworth. But he hated the idea. I proposed that we should erect a statue of him in the center of town. And what he said to that seemed odd at the time. But now it's the only thing that feels real anymore. Don't thank me. Thank Ronald. With that, he pointed to the plastic Ronald McDonald outside his store, the ones kids used to take pictures with. He's the one what fed you. Ronald protects us, you know. Well, we all laughed at Stanley, our lovable village idiot. And just to humor him, we had a sculptor cast Ronald in bronze and raise him on a pedestal. On the same day, the mayor of our sister city, Brownsville, was visiting. He laughed out loud. We got one of those, too, except it's the Burger King. Turns out the same thing happened to them after the twister. Only Burger King was the one that came to Brownsville's rescue. I thought nothing of it at the time. The statue was nothing but a curiosity for tourists at first, but pretty soon we started to realize that that statue was no ordinary statue. It was a good luck charm. It never rusted or wore down. Snow wouldn't cover it. When the building next door burned down, McDonald's was untouched. I asked Stanley about it. Ronald's my guardian angel, I guess. But another generation came up. Kids who didn't remember the twister, who said fast food was bad for you anyway. They hated the statue. It was an embarrassment, an eyesore. They wanted it torn down. A boy in the chief's cap drove up in a bulldozer, the crowd behind him chanting, Tear it down! Tear it down! Stanley had chained himself to the statue. I won't let you, he said. Ronald protects us. He loves us. 
He made this town what it is, and now you want to tear him down? I won't let you. But the kid in the chief's cap kept driving. Stanley closed his eyes, and that's when something strange happened. You could ask anybody who was there. A smell came from somewhere, the smell of grease and frying meat wafting through the city center. And it was heavenly. It cast a spell on everyone there, old and young, vegetarian and carnivore. We felt as though we were floating in the air along with the scent. It called on something inside of us, something primal, the urge to hunt and kill and cook and eat. And nothing else mattered. I snapped out of my reverie when I realized that there was nobody inside the McDonald's grilling burgers. I looked around. Where was the scent coming from? The bulldozer had turned red hot. Smoke was pouring out of it, and the boy inside was fried like a burger, chief's cap and all, his caramelized lips twisting into a horrified grimace. Ronald protects us. After that day, I decided that Ronald needed a better home. We fired the pastor and sat Ronald at the altar of the old Presbyterian church. Every morning, the citizens would gather in the pews and eat egg McMuffins together. We would ask Ronald for good weather, for good business, for lobster harvests, for fertility. And he would give it to us. In the winter after Christmas had passed forgotten, three men from Brownsville announced that they wanted to open a Burger King location in the vacant lot down the street. We asked Ronald for advice. And it seemed obvious. No other god shall come before Ronald. But the men, they were adamant. They said his majesty had come to them in a dream and instructed them to expand his burger kingdom to Springsworth. We said they were unwelcome. They refused to leave. And then, from outside the window, we heard a loud and screeching sound, as though a man with vocal cords of plastic were cackling madly. Then Ronald spoke. Destroy the heretics. We dragged them into the McDonald's and threw them into the patty maker, screaming. The scent of the heretic burgers was the same as the one that came wafting out of the bulldozer. Oh, heavenly. Reinforcements from Brownsville came seeking revenge. They came in the night with pickup trucks and torches wearing cardboard crowns. They carried their idol, a statue of the throned Burger King, high over his whopper-fed army. They burned the town, but we fled to our fishing boats, taking Ronald with us. We put on red wigs and war paint and exchanged gunfire across the Atlantic Ocean. The war has raged for twenty years. And still... Ronald protects us. <laughs>